and the pastor was like whipping him and yeah. he was <laughs> not like 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 mind oh, no, whipping. Yeah, him. mind whipping, yes. This is an after school program podcast. What key are we in? G? We're talking now, though. Hey, uh, welcome back to Treasure Wars Podcast. Hope you had a good Christmas. How you doing, PD? Doing great. Hey, uh, my name is Shama, and my son can't say blueberries, so he calls them boobies. <laughs> Wait, so he says Shama boobies? Because he asked you for blueberries. Shama boobies? You said. <laughs> boobies? Dada. Boobies? Uh, and I'll say, just your mom, son. And uh, I'll, oh, high five, I'll high five him. Later. I'll high five him. <laughs> Cut the podcast. And, uh, and that's how we like to launch launch seven a.m. every every morning. <laughs> Guys, Christians who curse sometimes is the guest. I gotta. Yeah. Wait. What are know, we? I gotta. I gotta Hi. say the b word. What, wait. What do we call you? Because we're not gonna say that every time. I go by Mike. I go by Mike. Mike. Go by Mike. Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, well, Mike. Let's, I need to give you a little context. Shama has been a menace. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's been a complete menace on the show so far. I'm I'm he, season five's villain. That's yeah, what I was saying. We we started the <laughs> podcast back up, and on the first episode, he made a joke about putting Alex Trebek's limp body on Jeopardy. <laughs> yes, this is a real thing. Shama said <laughs> while they were talking about Jeopardy, and by exact words, we're like, yeah, all the freaking whatever, whatever hosts. I think they should just put Alex Trebek's limp body, and PD and Chase both lost it. The former villains of this podcast. <laughs> and so, Dude, let me tell you guys: if you ever want to feel so stupid, take the Jeopardy, the official Jeopardy. Oh, dude, taking it to like try out. Oh, dude, it's. I've never felt more. I was like, I'll just try it; it'll be fun. It, it is awful. Oh, it is just I, like it makes me feel like I don't deserve to do anything. Do they get? I did you do you study a book beforehand before you? Or is there is that not a thing? I heard there was like a no, big. No, so from what I understand, they release like a test once a year, or like a couple times a year, where like it's live for a couple hours, and you can go and take it. And if you get a certain score, then they call you, see if you're personable, you know that that kind yeah. of thing. But it's up there, and I was like, and one of my friends was auditioning, so I said like, dude, I'll take it too. Like, what do I have? Oh to do no! I, I would never, I would never do the show. Yeah. But I was like, I just want to see how I would do. It. And man, I felt like an idiot. Wait, wait a <laughs> second. So your friend auditioned, so as in like he passed the test. I think he did, but he's a nerd, so I, I oh, knew okay. he would. But I'm <laughs> so an idiot. Like, so, like, so you looked at him, and you're like, we're the same, you and I. You took the little, I'll take the little test. Wait, so I'll take the little test. Send me the little link for Jeopardy. <laughs> if you're gonna go on Jeopardy, you just gotta know everything. Is that? I think I could do it. How would you? How would you explain it, Mike? Like seriously, is it? Is it a knowledge? Is it just? How do you like a learn jack of all trades? Straight up knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's just straight up knowledge. Like the most of those like quiz shows, the way that they cast in the beginning is making sure you're smart enough first, and then of the people who are smart enough. They make sure you're like you can actually talk without panicking. So that's when they'll like interview you, make sure you're personable, you're good on camera, that sort of thing, and then you'll make it through the next level. But you got to be smart enough first. And man, it is tough. Man, I, I've I've oh. sat next to friends who have just freaking bullseyed every question on Jeopardy. Um, Parker used to do this. We'd watch a Jeopardy, and he would like, and I'm like, hey, and uh, and then yeah, I, you, you feel dumb. <laughs> You feel like, oh, should I know? <laughs> then you're wondering, like, should I know? What should I know about that? Should I know about who was 
Should I know about the, the, the Spaniard monarchy and politics of the 1800s? I mean, like, <laughs> that maybe not. Maybe not. Should I just have information like that on hand all the time? Um, hey, all right, Chase, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. You had a, you have a good Christmas? Uh, yeah, bro, it was amazing. <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> it was very miserable. You know, because Christmas is the past already. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we do want to formally welcome... <laughs> Christmas hadn't passed. Uh, we do want to formally welcome uh, first-time guest on the show. This guy runs, man, the account. When, when people talk about <laughs> Christian meme accounts, um, you, you, you kind of, you're up there, all right? You're 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 the tippy you top. So? Oh yeah. Think I am. Oh man, people always mention it. People are always like, dude, have you ever heard of that account? Christians are cursed. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, you've ascended. You're you're up, you're up there with me and Matt and Mike. And <laughs> 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 but no, man, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you doing? Yeah, let me tell you, it, it, it's an honor because uh, so the weird thing is when I started this page, was it two years ago? It's like t- two years old, I think. I legitimate. I started it 100% out of boredom, and I called it that. And like, I, I had a reason. Yeah. But I, when I made it, I was like, this is just going to be a fun outlet because nobody's ever going to share any of the content. I thought because of the name, right. no pastor's <laughs> ever going to follow it. Oh, no Christian's man. ever going to follow it because yeah. I said they're not going to. My true thought was they're not going to get it. No, like no. they're not going to get what I'm trying to say. And man, I was proven wrong. I mean, for months it was just dead. And, uh, I had something like really tough happen in my life and I gave up on it. Like I had been running it for a couple months and then it wasn't getting any traction. I gave up. And for four or five months, I did nothing. Like it was just kind of something I tried and I was like, eh, whatever, I'll just give up. And then I'd see content or I'd think of an idea and just post it every like couple weeks or something. And then I think it was petty Christian memes who kind of took notice and messaged me and just had a good conversation with me. And I remember making the joke is, I don't know if this is public knowledge. Stop me if it's not. But I said like, he may, he was mentioning other pages and I was like, what is that like your brother or something? And he said, funny, you should say that because it <laughs> is. And I said, are you kidding me? I was like, are you related to every meme page? She's like, funny, you should say that because I kind of am. And because I don't know who knows that, but there's like one family yeah. that kind of, would you say half? A quarter of Christian meme pages are. Are they really? With are they really? Yeah, it's like the Rocks family and wrestling. It's like There's just dynasties. a ton of them. Oh, it's yeah. like nieces. It's like <laughs> it's like nephews and uncles and. Brothers. I did not know this. I didn't either. Yeah, so he mentioned to it, and that's when I made a joke. I was I. I, I want to look up the message to see if I said this, but I'm pretty sure I said like, "Man, it sounds like there's some sort of Christian Illuminati or something." And <laughs> and he just went like silent, and then it, like a couple days later, I got the invite which was very, very weird to <laughs> join into the Illuminati. I don't know if we talk about that on this show. Oh, yeah, yeah the Christian Illuminati. I, yes. Yeah, I think it's been brought up. We don't talk about it too much. But, uh, yes, yeah. I'm I'm a, a card-carrying member of the Illuminati. I got a, I got an invite, and uh, I didn't know it was that big of a deal because a PD was already in there. And then they were like, oh, yeah, PD's hey, in there. It can't be I'm that like, big P- of a deal. <laughs> well, when I got the invite, when I got the invite, I felt like fish out of water because I had, I think it was like a 1,000 followers. I had nothing, and I saw... Every other account was huge. We at, put you at in at a thousand. <laughs> yes, and uh, I'm telling you because uh, no, because you know who it was it was me and Rogue Worship Leader, yeah. the Star Wars guy. They invited both of us, and remember he had a thousand more than I had. So I said, "Man, I'm just gonna sit. I'm just gonna hang my head and stay quiet in this group." And I like, I just listened. I just didn't say a thing. I did. I did nothing for the longest time in that group. 
because I was too scared to talk to any of you guys. <laughs> so the fact that you said like, hi, I want to talk to you, even though it's been like years since that moment, it was a very cool message. To dude, get. <laughs> man. Heck yeah, man. Dude, I, dude <laughs> I know of pastors who have referenced Christians who curse sometimes. Uh, I think it's such a, uh, <laughs> I don't. It's just struck such a great chord with everybody because it was like oh, I'm, a, I'm a Christian who curses sometimes. When and I saw sudden, when I initially so when I saw the account name, I was like, "All right, let's see what this content is going to be." And I was like, "Oh, okay, it's not horrible." Like I was assuming like f bombs in every post when it going into. Oh yeah, because the spectrum. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it's so funny because the, so when I made the account. I think it was like two days after I made it that I sat my wife down and told her because I thought it was funny. And her response was, she goes, why would you make, call it that? You don't curse. Because I don't curse. And in the very hey. beginning when I started, the, when I, I know I feel like a fraud. But when I started the page way in the beginning, yeah. I was trying so hard to be something I'm not. And I was posting memes with curse words in them. And as I was posting, I was like, this isn't me. Like I, uh, gosh, I wish I could remember some of them, dude. But it was dude, like when you're, is, I remember, you had some spicy is, stuff. This podcast <laughs> yeah. is is peak is peak <laughs> showbiz. <laughs> what spicy memes? Made, like, <laughs> it felt like the fakest page because I was making stuff that like wasn't me was way edgier than I've ever gone, and I was just like, this is just going to be funny. No one's going to follow it. And then when people started DMing me saying like, oh my gosh, I know your page only has like twenty followers, but just seeing the name made me feel like I wasn't a weird Christian. I was getting messages like that. So I was like, shoot, I got to do something now. Yeah. So I started making like, I, I like lessened my edge. I like stopped cursing, but I kept the like, I guess you could, I kept the edge, but I stopped cursing on it. And it just like kind of took off from there. And so anybody who knows me, none of my friends, none of my family knows that I run this page with, except for, a couple select people that I had to tell yeah. because they DM'd my page. But um, I, <laughs> the people, everybody I've told had said, like, that doesn't make sense. You don't curse. So that's why it's, it's so funny because I feel like a fraud. Every podcast I go on, they're like, oh, man, get the explicit button ready. And I'm like, you would not have to worry about me. I am the tamest, most boring Midwestern dad you are ever going to have on this podcast. Yeah, if anybody gets bleeped on this podcast, it's Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This, this reminds me, there's a um, the Donald Glover show at Atlanta. There's an episode where um, uh, t- the concept of the show is Donald Glover plays a manager uh, to his cousin who's a rapper and paper boy, uh, paper boy. and uh, and so they're in the studio with this other rapper um, Clark County and Clark County he's like in the booth and he's ra- and he's rapping and he's rapping about shooting and I'll kill you and I'm smoking and I'm drinking and I'm partying and then he comes out and he comes out of the booth and he's with paper boy and they're and they're actually smoking and drinking and he's like Oh no no I don't do I don't do any of that and they're like what and he's like yeah yeah I got I try to stay sober you know try to try to keep my mind sharp for the rhymes yeah and but he'd go back to the booth and he'd be like I hate thugs kill them in the street you know and I was like this is you right yeah, now you're like you're like I freaking I curse all the time <laughs> you're like I don't curse. I know, but, but that's what I think just by like when someone pictures who runs the account to yeah. do personal <laughs> I think they picture someone way cooler than I am because I am like the like I am just lame beyond belief i go to a nice quiet church <laughs> in a nice midwestern town yeah i got my two kids i got my wife we got a quiet life here i'm a stay-at-home dad and it's like the lamest life 
And I just got this cool secret with this page. Like, I don't lie any, like, I don't pretend to be something I'm not on there. I just say my thoughts, which apparently have an edge to them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your stories be wild though. Um, I I see you doing stuff and I'm like, man, this is entertaining, but I would not touch any of this. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That was kind of the thing that, really took it to the next level for me because I, I get imposter syndrome all the time. Like, cause I am not trained in ministry. I am not a pastor. Like the best I did was a volunteer youth leader. That's the closest I got to bringing God's word out there. And I was so against doing ministry and I still am because I have issues with, uh, I mean, to me personally, I, I'm sure someone's going to be ready to argue with me. Um, I always liked volunteering for church yeah. because uh, once you're paid by a church, there's politics involved. Like I never Mm. wanted like an elder board or deacons to be like upset with me doing something crazy with youth group or doing some crazy idea. I just want to be the unruly volunteer. Then they yell at the pastor and the pastor just tells me to calm down. (laughs) It's not directly on me. So I just avoided ministry and like talking about ministry, whatever, for so long. And then it's like, I got one big reshare. It might even have been from you guys. And, um, I got all these questions of people asking about the page, whatever. So I didn't AMA ask me anything said, I'm going to stay anonymous. And all these people were asking these like theological questions of me. And I remember what the question was. Somebody asked me, is it okay for Christians to smoke weed? And I, I wrote on the screen, I said, I don't know why you would ask a meme page this. I'm not a pastor, but I said, why don't I ask everyone who follows? I'm sure someone out there knows it better than I do. And I got all these responses. I posted them and just said like, all right, here's what some Christians think. And then I got messages saying like, do this next, then do this next. And then do this next. Yeah. And it just, it was something that like happened that I didn't necessarily want to happen that now is, has become like kind of a trademark of my page that I feel bad stopping it. Like I've learned so much from doing it. It's really cool. Like, like airing these, you know, opinions of all these Christians from all over the Christian spectrum. But it, I never would have imagined that that would have ever happened. And the fact that people, get inspired in any way by what I'm posting is still completely shocking to me because like I said, I've just got a boring life. Like I'm not, I'm not the mega church pastor who's up there saying stuff. So when I type something out and someone says, wow, this really impacted me. I'm like, no, it didn't. (laughs) Like I'm just a random guy. This does not impact people. (laughs) You know, I, I think one of the things I can relate to, to that because one of the things that um, maybe happens in like Christian circles is there are so many like Christian influencers who you don't have to ask them for their opinion. Like they're going to share it. And (laughs) every, you know, every lesson is everything they, I love that you're talking about this, by the way, as if you aren't one. Oh, you're saying, oh, oh, there's there's these Christian influencers out there. I'm the (laughs) anti-Christian influencer. (laughs) Listen, I follow Christians who curse sometimes. All right. A Christian influencer. No, no, but there is, you know, they're, they're like, I follow some, some, some Christian rappers and stuff and everybody, everybody's trying to be like the next, like philosophical, inspirational, get, you know, Kevin Hart, get up and go motivation, work. Yeah. The rock, get up, do the hard thing. And, uh, and so I, I, you're like, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. PD doesn't like that either. We Obviously, post reels. Yeah, we we <laughs> love our opinions, but then again, people have seen the reels that I, that PD and I've have made and Chase has worked on, and and we've all put out, and they're like, oh, dude, like, what church do you go? Like, what church do you go to, man? Do you even go to church? And uh, and I'm like, yeah, I'm mean, same like you, like, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a stay at home, uh, I'm a work from home dad who just kind of hangs out and got a very boring, but then it's like, oh. 
I'm not people expect you to like amp up the thing that you do online, right? It's like yep. the character. Oh, right, yeah. no. People think you you're must loose be wild. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just the dude. Being the, yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I love being like kind of this secret persona. Like I feel like Peter Parker sometimes. Like I've got this boring life and then this cool kind of alter ego. But I love being anonymous because I never – I mean most of my anonymity comes out of fear because I've had a couple close calls uh, where really? I'm so glad I was anonymous because I got points where there were threats in my direction. Really? And I mm. never I never want people – because I'm sharing controversial stuff. I know that. Yeah. So I never want people to hurt, to hold my church accountable for what I'm sharing. I never want people to hold my wife or kids responsible. Like, you know, there's the, it's not just me. Yeah, it's about yeah. other people. Like there's a community at my church where I post things that the church would not believe in, but I'm sharing them as people's opinions. But I understand that people on the internet, just because I'm putting it out there and saying, hey, this is what someone thinks, they think that I'm putting my stamp of approval on it. And that's where I've had a lot, like I had a kind of issue with an influencer one time where she I had posted a meme using a video that she made and I misrepresented her in a totally unknown way that I thought, even if I do misrepresent her, it's a positive. I called her a pastor and she wasn't a pastor. Okay. And do you know, do you know who this is? Sean? No, uh, no, no. Okay. So she went off on me on her page and she said like, I can't believe he would do this. He's stealing my content. I credited her. And she said, like, he's stealing my content. It, granted, he credited me, but whatever. And I had all these people, because she is a black creator, calling me a racist. Oh, I and know. Saying, like, I, you I steal from, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you steal from <clears throat> black creators. I got all these DMs saying, like, who are you? Where do you work? We're going to find you. All this <laughs> stuff. And I, all I did, so it was really weird because the night that that happened, I got, like, hard news about something, someone in my family. So I had sent the person a private message and said, hey, I'm really sorry about the video. I just said something really simple like that and she screenshotted my dm oh. posted it on her stories and said this is not enough i cannot believe he would have the balls <laughs> to not even really oh, apologize man. she did, she did uh. something like that so i just wrote i was like listen i shouldn't have done it i made a mistake i was wrong i want to learn how do i learn it's basically all i said i was like i didn't make any more excuses then she posted that story <laughs> on, <laughs> on her timeline and she pretend, but the good thing was she pretended. She's like, "This isn't enough. I can't believe." She goes, "I'm just kidding. You didn't have to do that." But since that moment, she hasn't spoken to me. I've asked her to collaborate, you know, stuff like that. But her followers came after me really hard, and it was something where you know, race is an issue. Where you know, I, I'm a white man, and it's really like I, it's hard for me to take a stance uh, on that. And w yeah. without saying like, I can't say like, yeah, I have black friends. Like that's not the thing to say or like, yeah, I'm not racist. Cause when people think I am, you can't say like, Oh no, no, I'm not. You just have to trust me. Like the only correct answer in, in my mind is just to apologize because there's so much nuance in that conversation yeah. that I do not understand. So if I did something, I want to learn. So it was really scary in that moment because I knew that if my face had been attached at that moment, oh, dude. people would have, called my church people would have like found my personal page Pitchforks. and it was that moment because it, it's it's more work than people think to kind of stay secret yeah like i have separate paypal accounts that are not associated with my phone number or email i have separate email accounts are I you have, a criminal it, too not, 
Hey man, I've been <laughs> what's this? Zodiac killer? I mean, I was like, I was like, I told you, I told you when you when you first picked up, like you can take the paper bag off of your head. You, know, you don't have to because do this. I called Mike. you from an unknown number, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I you did call me from an unknown, unknown number, number when we I? when we yeah. talked. Yeah. Man, yeah. I've, I've been yeah. dying to dox anyway, it. <laughs> hey, yeah. no, it, it, you, but, but it's true. And I had another incident after that um, where. Yeah, so I have a two big instance where I was like, man, I'm glad I'm anonymous. That kind of affirmed it for me. And I'm like, I'm not I, in the foreseeable future. I will not be sharing who I am on that yeah. page. Man, you need to you need to do what PD did and uh, work with a black guy. Oh. And you need to do what I did and work with a white guy. Yeah. So now I feel like this cracker can just say whatever he wants. Because <laughs> I've, I've got the Shama PD card. And I, hey, and I've got the PD card. So we have both been able to write for forward with each other. And we're like, what you would you say? Like sometimes we've written something we like the a, other day. We did yeah, the other day. For PD <laughs> punched up something for me. And he goes, uh we were on the phone. He goes, Oh, and you don't have to credit me for this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he but, means my right? gosh <laughs> man if the, jo- the jokes are so good <laughs> he and was I, doing I had an accent on the phone <laughs> it was hey he was wilding out <laughs> you gotta start see you gotta start recording these in voice memos for blackmail for when he does that <laughs> PD doing an African accent for 14 minutes straight. Uh, my my lawyers told me to say that that never happened. I'm PD's lawyer. Yeah. That never happened. Oh, man. Dude, there is a, um, I mean, you talk about, first of all, I mean, the anonymous thing. Yeah, we, we've seen what happens when you when you uh, flip the switch. Um, and it's it's tough to do. Uh, one creator in particular went from anonymous to uh, to public, and uh, yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a, a too good of a leap. Well, that's probably an off air conversation. Yeah, but, we'll cut that in post. Oh, cut, uh, cut, it was Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know why you would do that thing where, you're, like, I want to ask you who it is, but you're, <laughs> like, I know let's you're just not say it and then cut this. Oh, oh, okay, it was the the freaking. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so i mean obviously it's you know there there's there's tr- but the thing i what i like to do now is just to just to like completely divorce the content and f- the me you know the people like we like making the stuff yeah. and people have told us like we made last year we made a song called the worship song song and so many people i mean it did really well and so many like people from like christian record labels were dming me and being like dude such a like like 10 artists sent this to me i'm sending it to artists to be like hey use this format like write a song and and and, um and so some people told me they're like dude this is a great opportunity like you need to make a follow-up video about what true worship is and i was like no no we're not gonna do that um hopefully we showed you what worship isn't you know and you can kind (laughs) of ascertain our beliefs from that but there is you know this the weeds man like we like making the content and did you enjoy the content yeah thanks like keep it moving like we're not we're not trying to get to the we're not trying to create a conversation or what is it would you say start a dialogue what is the term that you told me the other day Oh, I think it's like um, what continuing the conversation yeah, is the like, one I hear all the time. Well, well, I mean, we are with the podcast, and obviously, like we the the, the reels get <laughs> way more way more views than than the podcast. Wait, gets. I need to cut in and say, Mike, you had an influence on our current trajectory because I was watching all the the creators that you were. Putting oh, up, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I called Shama. I was like, look, we got to make reels. We oh, gotta yeah, do dude. this. Yeah. 
Yeah, was, oh, well, you, I mean, you don't even want to get me started on that because th- the thing is, though, my real life job, like I said, I'm a stay at home dad, but my real life job is uh, I describe it as like a viral coach. Like I teach businesses how to go viral and I create viral content secretly for businesses. So um, I like I just tell them like the like what to do with TikTok and I follow all the trends, whatever. AstroTurf. I, I heard that's what that's called. I started seeing. So I've gone through kind of three phases with my page like the first phase i was just doing picture memes i was doing the same memes everyone else was doing mine were just a little edgier than normal that's what i thought was going to be like my thing and then when instagram kind of shifted its algorithm they said like now nah, we want to promote videos that's a great i'll do that so i started doing videos and they just went so well i transferred to all video memes and now that they're really pushing reels I, th- I really avoided it. And I was such a hypocrite because I was telling every client I have, like, you got to do reels, you got to go reels. And then on Christian to Chris, sometimes I wasn't doing it. Gosh. So I was like, I'm going to try it for two weeks, all reels, just see how it does. And I've completely flipped to, to all reels now because it, it's it like we people don't realize when they get on social media, biggest mistake influencers make and businesses make. They want Instagram to play by their rules. Yeah, yeah. We have to play by Instagram's rules. And to me, it's a fun, creative challenge because the best ideas come when you're jammed in a box, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Like when you're given kind of limits and have yeah. to play within them. And um, when Instagram kind of shifted to Reels, I was really frustrated because that's not good for the meme format. Like posting just a square meme in the vertical video just doesn't look good. Like to, to me, it just doesn't look good. So I'm like, I just have to adapt. So I felt really guilty about just doing kind of reposts of really good creators. And I said, well, maybe at the time that I used to create memes, I pushed towards other things. And I kind of pushed it towards making my stories kind of more unique and doing kind of new things with that. But I totally made the switch. And it was so by far positive. That I was like, I'm not going back. And that, yeah. that's why I tell all the guys and the men and women in the Illuminati, like I test out a lot of stuff. And I've had so many failures and stuff that I thought Instagram wanted us to do that were wrong. But when I hit something that's right, I love to share it with you guys because to me, like we're all on the same team. We're all, we all have different voices that reach Christians. But you know, when you look at a page like the normal Pentecostal, she's reaching this very unique niche that you and I can't reach. But I want to help that because it's part of the Christian conversation. Yeah. And I want to help her voice just as much as our, as mine. So to kind of use those things that I'm learning as I'm learning them. You guys are like my guinea pigs. I can just say, Hey guys, try this and let me know how it goes. That's how I feel like. Yeah. Cause also when you guys like say, Hey, this worked and this didn't, it helps me with my clients too. So ultimately I'm selfish. Is what I'm saying. Hey, tell them. <laughs> I mean, I think the number last time we checked was like 15 million views across Instagram and TikTok since January of this year. Um, just on reels alone, man. Just reels and TikToks. Yeah, it's so been. Thank you for uh, starting the the chain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I I think we we uh I don't even know how many reels it has been. Maybe it's like that was the the big over a hundred um, maybe close to a hundred. Yeah. The little domino well, I... was me watching your page. <laughs> 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 the big well, domino no, the, is the a fifteen thing... t- millions of people <laughs> watching our faces. Yep. Yeah. So, to, I mean, to, to get real for a second, the thing that always drives me nuts, the reason why I like doing what I'm doing and, and helping is because Christians are awful at adapting to things. Oh, dude. We are last to the party oh, yeah. on every trend. I, I, and I think somebody said like five years behind. So when I coach churches on their social media, I love saying this because it really puts it into perspective. 
the one industry that does the best job at being cutting edge and making a ton of money through new technology, pornography. They are Mm. first to the market. They make a ton of money. They experiment with a lot of new stuff like when it comes out and they do it well and they do it high quality. And churches are last to, to the party. They're the last ones there. Like there are churches I still have to tell, like it might be beneficial for you to have social media. Like the fact that I have to tell that to a church and they're like, no, 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 we don't. It's just a trend. Like to me, the way I look at it is, you know, TikTok, Instagram, all these things, it is free evangelism. And the fact that Christians are like wary about free evangelism is crazy to me. Like we've got an opportunity, especially with TikTok's algorithm, that you can go from zero to a million followers in a or to a million views in a matter of hours. And the fact that Christians want to be like, ah, I don't know, is nuts to me. It drives me nuts. Wait, you have to like in twenty twenty one, I guess. What we're almost at twenty twenty two. I I, uh, I was yes, trying to yeah. remember when this uh, podcast <laughs> was going to drop, and <laughs> so you're having to tell them. This late in the game that social media is important. Yeah. I mean, they think, you know, it's it's the old school boomer pastors who are like, we don't need that word of mouth. Jesus will provide. Like, you know, that they say those very dismissive <laughs> phrases that are like, we'll just pray about it and Jesus will provide. If, if he's ready to grow our church, he'll grow it. Like you hear those things that are very dismissive and I think not helpful. But um, when, when you kind of use it, when you tell them it's an evangelism tool, uh, it's usually more helpful because most churches – their experience with social media uh, is basically they know they need it. They don't have time for it. So they give it to a 20 year old college student and (laughs) say like, go ahead and post for us and do your best. 20 year old college student does not know how to use it effectively. And for the most part, I don't, I don't want to throw all 20 year olds under the bus, but I think we can do a great job. But as far as like the church, social media interns, we can throw most of them under the bus. (laughs) (laughs) People, the thing is the older generation assumes young equals savvy with social media. And they, I always get hired after that because they like learn the lesson (laughs) because businesses do the same thing. They hire like oh, my niece, niece my nephew, nieces. Yeah, yeah, it's always somebody's <laughs> their niece. daughter. Yeah. Yep, it's always my daughter who's good at TikTok, and it's like because <laughs> they had one video hit five thousand follows or like views or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like, it's well, like there's... you need somebody who understands the back end of it and like the trends and things like there that. There is a um, I was a part of a team that had a meeting. Called the uh, Avengers. <laughs> you know, I'm the Black king. Panther. <laughs> oh, John, I went to you being Samuel of, like, L. Jackson. Yeah, you're the king of vaguely describing things. Oh, you like, <laughs> like I'm part of this team for this secret project. No, no, and no. I can't so talk about I, I, I'm it, trying to, I'm you, trying to be very careful. Three times so far. I'm trying to be careful <laughs> about how I say this. I don't want, I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> Vague Shama over here. What's up, guys? Uh, new season five me is wild. Uh, so I was a part of, I was part of a, 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 a team, and and we had the guy who headed it up one time gave a whole talk. I think he had read a book. And he gave a whole talk to us about uh, about no one here should be a professional. Like that was the whole talk was like I, everybody, no everybody should be able to do everything a little bit like a, just a little well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not great. Well, like nobody needs to be a professional. And um, and so the idea of it was to encourage people i understand like i believe the idea was to encourage people who weren't as good in certain areas to be like hey like you know you don't have to be a professional 
But the thing was, there were a lot of professionals in the group in certain aspects <laughs> that were kind of offended, you know, um, yep. because I was also like a professional in in the group in, in like one area. And so I was like, well, I mean, nobody else can kind of do what I'm doing. And I think that is directly I think churches use that same model when it's like um, we don't need a professional to run the camera. We just need somebody who's available. But the thing is, you you have to respect the professional, like people who are running the yeah. camera, like, you know, for NFL games or concerts, the Elevation Church music videos, like the people who are working on that. I know some of them. They're really good at what they do. And Jerry, who volunteered because he filled out a you know a thing online <laughs> and now is behind the camera, you're not going to get the same quality. But churches just have this idea of like, you know, just if they're available, let's do it. And wait, you know, I'll, yep. I've pitched on jobs for churches because I work in video production. And they're like, it's going to cost how much? I'm like, hey, man, and this is the disc. Like, I'm giving you a discount here. Like, I'm not. Yep. Well, I could get so-and-so to do it. Hey, get so-and-so to do it. Yeah, Jerry. Get yep. Jerry yeah. to do it. You <laughs> know what I mean? But it, it, it really you know is. It's like it's like disrespect of of excellence. You know, yep. it's disrespect of excellence to be like, hey, somebody you've worked behind the camera and you've produced and you've you've curated and managed social media pages. Well, dude, I, my, my, my daughter can do that. You're like, no. Well, because the bad that. thing is that the thing Christians are really bad at is, you know, they um, like Christians need to be paid their worth. Like when you're doing something that's yeah. in your wheelhouse, you need to be getting paid your worth. But Christians are really bad at saying no mm. to things. And that's one thing I see in a lot of Christian influencers is I've seen a lot of influencers who cannot make money with their pages. They want to get ads or whatever, and they can't make money with their pages. And I tell them, they're like, well, I said, how much are you charging? And there are pages that I've worked with that have 400, 500,000 followers. 20 bucks. They say, well, I'm charging 20. Yes. See, you said that as a joke. You said that as a joke. But that has serious. I've had that conversation for real. Where I say, like, you have more viewers on your stuff than some late night television shows yeah, that are getting thousands of dollars for their ads. You are worth more. But it's because when people come to a Christian and they say, like, well, we don't have the money. It's a ministry. Help us out. They know Christians can be doormats and walked all over and they'll just say yes. So the second you start putting your foot down and saying, no, I know my worth. This is not um, most times they will come back and say, OK, you're right. Maybe we'll pay that fee. That's what I've found personally yeah. with a lot of with a lot of places and in coaching other people, it makes a huge difference just to say no, because everybody assumes Christians will be walked all over. And I never want that impression. People assume Christians are already less than creatively because of the media we're putting out there. They assume we're less than on so many things in, in the workplace that I want to put out there that no, we can be the best as everyone else, but we have to be able to say that about ourselves. Like we have to be confident and go to our churches and say like, Hey, I love video production. Let me do it. Here's my rates, you know, or, or something like that. If you yeah. want to help and l let them say, no, let them say you're too expensive. Be like, that's okay too. You know, it, but if you want to learn, you can learn. But then when you get to a point where you mm -hmm. can charge, you can do that too. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I think we're, we're not, I will say that the encouraging part of, of this conversation is we're not where we were. Um, but I, I, we still have like a long way to go just in terms of, uh, Christian uh, content in the Christian space. Um, well, I, and, and I think, I mean, really, I mean, we were talking earlier before the, before the show about like, 
what we can control is just you know the the little the pocket that you're in um and doing that well i just think y'all don't have a servant's heart and if you're oh. not willing to take less then that just says more about you yeah no, I'm, I'm with pd on this one i'm with pd yeah me and chase oh, we'll do it for nothing man. if it's gonna help the kingdom you know, is it really about us when it's all oh, glory to god here you we know? go man well no the, the thing is with with christian influencers especially you guys have probably seen this yeah i use tiktok i see the same four or five people who always make something really good you know, the, every once in a while you get someone new. I'm like, oh, they've got, they've, I don't know who this is, but this is really funny. But it's generally the same people who make the same good content. And I hate that because there are so many people who identify as Christian out there. And the fact that it's just the same couple that are yeah. making good content is embarrassing. But I think because, you know, people put themselves out there, they have something happen, you know, they get a following and then they either get bored or they think they're not good enough or something like that. And they just stop. And we need to start like putting our foot down and keep putting content out there. Yeah. But I think there's a fear in, in Christian creators that they're going to be judged or they're going to say something wrong or something like that when we need to be fearlessly creating content. Yeah. yeah the, the, I mean, there is knowing, knowing what I know about content, uh, the years that I've worked behind the camera, in front of the camera, writing with PD and Chase and, and, and working with Robert and Andrew, just the amount of, of work that goes into um, like a like a good idea. I mean, the amount of work that goes into a bad idea too. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> the same amount of work. Um, but the, I think I, I I really love talking and working with people who respect that, you know. Yep. Um, and man, sometimes I wish I smoked so I could. Flick a cigarette at somebody who pitches me bad ideas. Like you know, you can I still wish flick it, one no, without I smoking wanna, it. Can I? Can <laughs> yeah, I? You can. I just light it, and they're like, "What are you doing? You don't smoke, do you?" That no, makes yeah. it hurt this worse. Is, See, we, guys, please also please that... follow my new page, Christians Who Smoke Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and then follow my page, Christians Who Smoke Meat Sometimes. <laughs> you know, I I just think Christians need to be better at. The, the thing that I see a lot is they get an idea that's bad yeah. and there, aren't, there, there yeah. aren't people in their lives to tell them like, this is a in bad their idea. Lives. That's, that's, the, that's the main thing. Nobody yeah. around you loves you enough to tell you, <laughs> Hey, yes, you they, can't make think, a feature film. Nobody loves a lot you. of Christians are just surrounded by yeah. yes men in their life. And that's a bad thing. Like creatively, like even if you've put a month's work into a bad idea, Sometimes you have to look at it and say, this is a bad idea. Yeah. We need to throw it out and figure out the next thing. But too many Christians get stuck as, well, we've already put work into it. We can't give it up. That's not biblical. We need to just work harder. Like, you know, you hear those things and it's awful. And then we get, you know, God's not dead 17 and we're stuck with it because no one wants to Wait, throw it's it out. Wait, it's out already? <laughs> I didn't... Yeah. Well, you didn't go open it by <laughs> Have you ever tried to listen to this? This is a serious conversation I've had with other people, too. Uh, how many good quality, like objectively good Christian movies can you name? Because <laughs> the fact that I can generally only name enough to fit on one hand at a stretch is hard. And I'm talking objectively, like a non-Christian could watch it and say, okay, no, this is good. The Lion, the Witch, and That's the Wardrobe, does that count? Mm, yeah, yeah. I think no, it counts. Lord, Lord, it's, Jesus. Lord of the Rings. Uh, here's what I said. Here's the ones I list. I say Prince of Egypt. That's pretty. Yeah, I think that you could you gosh, could say like too good, killer, man. killer. Yes, 
But the fact that you can't think of enough to fill one hand is really embarrassing as a Christian, because we should be putting out incredible stories. Like The Chosen, you can say, is really good. I always put VeggieTales in that category, because that's some quality content, too. But outside of that, there's not many. You can do the same thing with Christian music. Like, you can, if you think of crossover hits, you can say Lauren Daigle. You can say I Can Only Imagine. You can say Shackles. NF. You can say. Does that count? I heard NF. I heard the Christian rappers don't claim him. Oh, yeah? Is it because he's white? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, it's, it's just like, I don't know. I don't but know. But I think I that's know sad. I think it's sad that, that we can't list more than five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, being in the, the, um, being in the space, like I've had several conversations with people about about movies, and uh, and the the it always it begins with you need, dude you should you y'all should write a movie, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and it always ends with dude I mean I still think y'all should write a movie, but the thing is I always go I was like hey y'all should write. I'm like hey we don't we we have thought and have dreamed and have talked about it and we're not there, and when we mm-hmm. are there, buddy. We'll let you know, you know, like we'll do, Mm -hmm. but there's this thing of like, oh, you have y'all hosted the dub awards, 15 million views on reels, the following across the, you know, across on like y'all should do the the next thing is this when it's like, well, the next thing is, is a great idea, right? That's, that's what the next thing is. And hopefully it's an idea so big and so bright, like a hot air balloon, it will carry us to the promised land of whatever, you know, of whatever we need to accomplish. But there are a lot of people who don't understand like the, the, the ideation process. It's just do, do the thing. Yeah. And cause God's going to bless you and you can share a message and you were born well, in Africa and there's, you can, you can do something about that. You can, you can say something, <laughs> you can do something with you from Africa. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, I, I right will say well from there, what I've seen, from, from what, what I've seen, saying? it's so cyclical. It's it's the issue. It's the big issue in Christian radio. Yeah. I know why Christian radio is so awful is because you have the older generation, the boomers, who are paying the bills because they're donating to keep it going, and then you have the people who are making it, saying like, "Hey, we want to push the boundaries, do something new." But if you do, you lose the people who are giving you money. So it's just like this yeah. this weird thing we're stuck in. But I, it's the same for a lot of Christian movies, a lot of Christian music. Like you want to push the envelope. But if you offend the people who are buying your stuff, the other big issue is Christians will buy anything with a Christian label on it. So why take a risk? Why would I take the time and energy to make something good when Christians will buy fine? Yeah. Are you yeah. implying that the newsboys are fine? <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say there's much. Yo, cut cut the podcast. <laughs> there's... When the most creative lyric they can come up with is about breakfast in hell. <laughs> Um, there's a lot more uh, good Christian music than Christian movies, I will say. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I the, say, uh, objectively, yeah. The it, it's I mean the, the bottom line is it's it's an uphill climb. It's an uphill climb. And and um and, and I think it does start I mean you, you mentioned something beautiful about, you know, being around people who 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 love you and know you well enough to offend you, whether you have a good idea or a bad idea. And uh, for me, that's uh, that's white PD. <laughs> See, Shama, I think, you, I, I don't know if, if you relate to this, but I had a boss one time who, when I was very new, he, like, I was doing a very creative job where I basically just had a lot of creative freedom. Yeah. And I told him, I said, here's the thing. My rose and my thorn is that I'm a steam train of ideas. 
When I get an idea that I think is good, I go with it. And I go until somebody pumps my brakes. And I said, I need people in my life to pump my brakes. Otherwise, every idea will make it out there and they're not all good. And I need people in my life to tell me this is bad and this is good because I just go. Like when I was a youth leader, I would, I had a great oh, team of youth leaders that I worked with because I would think up a game. Be like, we have to do this. And they would say like, no, people are going to get hurt if we do that. Like, and I'm so how? glad you that- were that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was that guy for sure. I actually, this is a legitimate challenge I gave myself. I gave myself a challenge. I had to invent a new game every week at youth group. And I would sit and try to come up with one. And I had so many failures. I was so bad at it for the longest time. But I had people in my life who told me to stop. And I have that now. Like, between, like, my wife is great at it with me because she knows me well enough to say, like, this is bad. Like, I'll show her some memes that are too edgy or something like that. And I'll be like, am I getting my point across? And she knows me well enough to say no. But outside of spouses, we need more of that in friendships yeah. and family yeah. relationships and things like that, where it's a loving, you need to stop. <laughs> or fans that DM you when you have a bad joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, um, wait a second. So, I mean, I don't know if you're franchising out, but I, I really do want to launch Christians Who Smoke Sometimes, <laughs> mainly because I'm a Christian who doesn't smoke sometimes. It, I'm on brand with you, Mike. Like, let's go yeah, ahead. Then you'll fit right in. PD's launching Christians who smoke meats sometimes. <laughs> I don't smoke meats. We're going to get a bunch of boring <laughs> As if that's yet. a negative thing. <laughs> We're going to get a bunch of boring Christian dads to make yeah. these edgy pages, and that'll be the whole brand. Wait, smoking yeah. meats and cigarettes. We're just going to have security guards. <laughs> <laughs> but if I think the problem with Christian movies is that I'm not on the writing team because. <laughs> I have ideas like Kung Fu Jesus. That's solid. Here we go. That's solid. Hey, hey, hey cut the hey, weed eater. You know how they hey, said that you should have someone who loves you enough to tell you it's a bad idea? I'm not that guy. It's a great idea. Yeah. He's just chopping the demons. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, this has been really good, man. Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show, dude. Thanks. I have to say, with with PD, because I know you guys write together, but I know yeah. PD does a lot of the writing. I have to say, like the stuff that you guys come up with is it's not only like smart writing, but you hit on these moments in like pop culture. <laughs> like when I saw when I saw the video, I always know I like an idea when I get angry because I wish I had thought of it first. And I, your idea of like when Christianity is illegal or like when Christianity <laughs> becomes illegal, because I'm like the, the the fact of the matter is a good joke has a good jokes have kernels of truth to them. Yeah. And the fact that there were probably boomers watching that saying like this is going to be 2023, there were this plenty. is going to be right around the corner. Oh, Dude. I know. But the fact that you hit that and like because I guarantee it was entertaining to those people, but it was also entertaining to the people who know like we're not being persecuted. Everybody relax. Yeah. Like, but it hit. In a moment where Christians are feeling persecuted, and the yeah. fact that you hit those real issues with like a light heart and can entertain the people who are offended too, I think is really great, and it's something you don't see very can much. I, so, so PD and oh, I, thank you by the way, th- thank you, man. PD, PD pitched that, <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. So we'll just bring out. We have part two's in the works, but we shot it. We shot it like this summer, and um. And Chase was in it. Chase played the CEO of atheism. <laughs> this is the first draft. And so we shot it and, uh, and we botched. Are you some... sure this isn't a God's Not Dead script? <laughs> sounds like a God's Not Dead script. 
<laughs> guys, we're also, what if we were on the guns? Anyways, we, we shot it and we, um, we had to scrap it. It didn't work. It didn't work. Um, the pacing and the audio, we botched some things and that's the only reel we like sh that we shot and we had to scrap. And so we reshot it again and chase, but chase, when we shot it the first time, chase was like, guys, I just want to let you know this, this is going to be huge. And we're like, <laughs> What? So I mean, PD, like writing together, we we know, like we're like, I mean, let's let's see. Ultimately, the 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 internet will decide. James is like, it's gonna be huge. I'm telling you. And so we're like, what? Okay. And so we shot it again. And sadly, we had to cut out Chase. <laughs> yeah, Chase wasn't there that day. Chase, we, he he made the pilot, but he didn't. Um, so we shot it again, and um, dude, watching that junk blow up on TikTok right now, all the comments every time I log on. It is just people like, second term with Biden, this is how it's going to be. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man. But then it is people like, hey, y'all know this is a joke. So the, watching every both both parties duke it out right now in the comments. Yep. Really yeah. if, you can hit, if you can hit that moment right in the middle like you guys nailed on that one, that's like the gold spot. Okay, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you guys on the spot for a second because I want to hear, because you guys have referenced bad ideas yeah i want to know a bad idea that you guys cringe at thinking it would have been funny that you guys were gonna make bringing me you on have the podcast. Anything <laughs> i feel like we mentally <laughs> erase a lot of those but one was that i told shama for the veggie tales remix video that he needed to dress up like a vegetable <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, like a full vegetable suit yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> and uh and i was like i was like but i want to be cool and i was pretty set on it i was like no you need you to know, be a like, meme you gotta be you don't need you to be gotta cool. be uh, <laughs> and this is after he had heard the song by the way um but now ideas they don't go far i feel like i'll, I'll call pd or pd will go hey we gotta do I'm like ah no i saw on reddit you can't or whatever hey there was a tweet a while back where you and i'm like all right all right um i think we we've we've like conjured up some oh pd and i wrote a movie together a couple of years oh, ago not a couple of years ago ah, maybe it's like five or six a years decade ago. ago maybe and uh and uh it's not it's good but i would it's probably not good now. Like we definitely it's just weird. It we it's took weird. It. But it sounds like it'd be a blockbuster for Christians. Then it would sell out probably if it's just a fine idea. It would definitely. It would definitely. <laughs> okay. Do you want to try to give a brief summary of this yeah. movie that we wrote in like one swoop? I think we no, wrote we, it. Yeah. Yeah. We had like two sessions to write this full thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we wrote. I mean, we probably have like 80, 80, 90 pages of it. We there was this kid who used to be in our church. I'm not gonna give out his name. I, I don't want to ruin. I don't, do we want to tell too, too yes. much about it? Come, right. come on, he's not. So gonna hear his this. name is Jared, <laughs> and we and he's he. This kid was a character, man. Um, a little round, short. Uh, talk like this. He, he was a character, and so we're like. Dude. But there was a moment at youth group that kind of immortalized him. He we've talked about it on the show. Yeah, he yeah. played the cow. There was like in a, a nativity a, scene. Yeah, a nativity <laughs> scene, and the pastor was like whipping him, and yeah. he was <laughs> not like 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 mime oh, no, whipping. Yeah, mime <laughs> whipping. Gosh, let me. Yeah, gotta and, clarify and there. Mime whipping this this, this chubby <laughs> white kid, and uh, and then afterwards and he was eating grass too. He was miming eating grass. <laughs> he, he was eating grass, and so afterwards we were writing we were writing to dinner. I was driving. And he was riding shotgun in my car and PD and a bunch of other kids were in the back seat. And so And he looked out the he, window. He was looking out the window. <laughs> now just just for just for long just gazing like he was in a Disney a Disney movie. And I was like, Hey Jared, you you good? And he was like, No. And I was like, What's up? And he's like, They whipped me and made me eat grass. 
All right, what? And so this kid was just full of like little one-liners like that where you're like, oh man, like you couldn't tell whether he was joking or serious. And um, he, he, he was such an amazing character. We're like, we got to write a movie called Just Jerry. Oh, and get this. So we, in the movie, we wrote him to be a cashier at Bilo. And then we talked to him. He's like, I've oh, always we, wanted we, to be a cashier at Bilo. Dude, we Wait, were so like, he knows what? You wrote this? Yeah, we wrote this. He yeah. knows you wrote this? Yeah, he knows we wrote it. Yeah, we told him. We told him. He <laughs> read it. We wrote He's got it. a cut. Ca- we after that we, we yeah we told him we he had a bike he had a bike called Cadillac, <laughs> so he'd call it he'd be like uh, Cadillac that wasn't Cadillac real we wrote that stuff. for him we but, did write that yeah. but that wasn't real but yeah we did we did he was like, he did want to be a cashier at Bilo and then after like a couple years later I remember talking to him and I was like what you been up to he's like dude I'm a cashier at Bilo <laughs> like hey. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, the idea was just all over the place. It made Petey and I laugh, and it still makes us laugh. Oh, there was a. He was also his, a wrestler. Oh yeah, uh, karate. Oh, he's a karate. Yeah, you. <laughs> Do you want to try to like give a really brief summary of the whole thing? Can uh, we, we yes, I think so. I think so. Someone's gonna steal your so, great idea. So uh, let's not let's not give it away. Let's yeah. Yeah. His. Uh, are we, do we want to give it away? I like this idea. First okay, of all. let's just. Uh, I mean, we'll give a little tiny bit. His dad is divorced. He uh, he lives with him, and um, he's got a vision board. Yeah, he has a vision board. He's got a lot of things that he wants to. He wants to. He wants to do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And uh, and sorry, that was my phone. And and uh, what else? He he wants to win a karate tournament. He wants to ask this this girl out. He, uh, what else? He wants to get a raise at his job. Like, yeah. it's essentially, I mean, honestly, if anybody were to buy it, hopefully it would be A24. If y'all are listening, go ahead, give us some money. <laughs> oh, but the, the final. I hate that I'm nerdy enough to understand that <laughs> I mean, the, the, <laughs> we need to do a script reading. We do, we do. I, I like the idea. It, it was, I, the, the thing was, like, it was very, it was character driven. And we had some really good people uh, verbally agree to the sounds, project. It sounds a lot like Hot Rod. You know, that's what were we really going? What were I we, guess like his it's life. like Hot Rod Karate Kid meets Hitch meets <laughs> Hitch. Who's ever referenced the 2005? <laughs> oh, so there's one scene that we wrote where his dad is like giving him a really impassioned pep talk it, it to join last, the karate name, tournament. Yeah, yeah. His and, name is Jared Jared Stone. Yeah, and so name, in yeah. that um, in that rant that his dad was giving him, he's like. Now rocks are formed under pressure, and your name is Jared Stone. <laughs> uh, it was moving. So I mean, that was like a, I would say like a half cooked idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and boy, it's been out of the oven for about five years. So we need to put it back. We need to put it back or throw it away. No, dude, we're doing a script reading. <laughs> But I mean, you you know you know the drill. You workshop ideas with people. Oh, the, yeah. Like ninety percent of the joy is talking about the idea. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? It's like oh, yeah. it's the fact that the idea exists <laughs> to me before we even shoot it, before we even do anything else. I'm like oh, yeah. the fact that we came up with it. That's enough of a gift. <laughs> My favorite part of the whole process is writing stuff on the phone. Yeah, that's when we laugh the most. Then we laugh like, the hardest. And so when people will comment, they're like, "How are you not crying when you're saying this?" And I'm like, "You don't understand." I've known about this for like a month, <laughs> yeah, and I've already cried laughing at 2 a.m. with PD via text <laughs> for the past month now, you know? Uh, so at this point, they're just words in an Apple note. They're powerless yep. until we make the video and 
put it out for everybody. Um, hey, we always end. Hold on, we end the show with praise reports. Uh, but before that, oh. we're gonna check in with Chase. A very important segment. Chase, how you doing, brother? I'm good. I took graduation pictures. Uh, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> Outside of the graduation pictures that that I the that stock photo taking, oh, I yeah, you? Yeah, 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 so yeah, you don't no, have I the stock photo anymore. My mom and my girlfriend wanted because Elizabeth also graduated, so we yeah. took graduation photos together. No. Yeah. Your mom's idea? Yeah. Your mom paid for it? <laughs> no. I paid for it. <laughs> okay. Wait, with the girlfriend, not a wife? With the girl, Yeah, with, with my girlfriend. girlfriend. Okay. But I mean girlfriend of like six hey, years. Train? Is that like common law marriage? Hey, she's <laughs> like a wife light, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, like six like, years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, at this point, it's like it's like, hey, pay pay for the real real thing already. Okay, yeah, wait, the trial is over, the demo's over. When I was dating my wife, when uh early on in the relationship, when I like met her family they made me when, they, when we were like at an event like we have to take a picture with him and without him just in case things don't work dude, out dude straight so up to your face time, to your face straight up to my face yep wow. so we would literally like all get together and get a picture and then i would step out and they would get a picture without me just in case so Usually, every event i was at until we were engaged there is a ver there are two versions of every photo that's really funny really <laughs> honestly i yep. mean gotta protect the pictures family, yeah. yeah i've heard have them stand on the end <laughs> so you can crop them out yeah, that's so smart. you can crop them out but they were like hey mike hey mike listen hey this is with the family and this is without you so go stand <laughs> over there and you think about you can this is what you could be if this happens to go south all right exactly. you're gonna see us happy and you're gonna be by yourself it's a metaphor like I, you know i i know how youth pastors feel in church staff <laughs> Photos now. Yeah. <laughs> they cycle really through. How many? It's yep. like a youth pastor years are like two months or a year in youth pastor years. It's like kind of exactly. like dog years. So your mom. Wait a sec. Let me ask. Yeah. So fo graduation photos. Yes. Brick wall. No, no, no. Field. Steps. No, no steps. Train tracks. No train tracks. Those are the three bases. <laughs> all right, but I will say I turned the caucasity all the way up. All the caucasity? way up, bro. The caucasity, the opacity, and the caucasity. Hey, y'all, it's the it's the caucasity for me. Listen, y'all have seen my Facebook posts from ten years ago. This is the whitest thing I've ever done. Did you break out the Cookie Monster hat? No, but I should have. It would have made it cooler. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weed eater. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to share these photos because I'm sure everybody's gonna think they're so cool. Oh man, uh, dude! I, like the I'm in so the, you're just I'm heel in the clicking. White, I bought a white button up. I'm in a white button up dress pants, which I never wear nice clothes. So I was very uncomfortable. I kind of looked like a kid at his first communion. Yeah, like I didn't know what to do with my arms because they weren't free in a hoodie. Uh, dude, it, I can't wait to show you guys my graduation hey pictures. did liz go emo for the no show? she went super white as well oh. wow we, we both doubled down on the whiteness and i got my friend chloe to do the pictures and she's just like the queen of white photography <laughs> yeah <laughs> down down with yeah, the white you know that is a very specific that's a very specific type of photography yeah cracker photography <laughs> yeah like we've been saying um, it's a, that's in cursive that's actually the name of chloe's business <laughs> and this used to be the church stories podcast now it's shama and the crackers <laughs> Hey, once again, I'm just makes it I'm sound like it. I named it and I didn't name it. I'm not behind that one. That's, that's the third time I've said that today. <laughs> oh man. Hey, uh, all right. 
Ch- Chase, hey, we're gonna make a collage of just. Can we make? We're gonna make a collage, or what is that? What is that a thing? Montage. A mo- a thi- we're gonna. Your photos are gonna live on the gram. All right. Oh, I'll send them to you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Praise reports. PD, Mike, you got a praise report? Um, it's hard to give a praise report when when I don't want to give away like who I am in my life. So yeah. I don't know what to, make a fake like, yeah, just like just vague like Shama. Just anything? <laughs> could you be? Could you out vague me? No. <laughs> just anything you're exci- you're you're excited yeah, about? I've been doing. It's like I've been working with this influencer on this cool project. I can't tell you guys. I can't, can't tell you guys. I can't tell you. The the no, it's just very cool because I, I will say a, a praise report. We talked a little bit about this before. You know, um, with my page, I've been giving I've been given some really cool opportunities, and it's really difficult when I get a cool opportunity because I don't have a lot of people like to celebrate it with. Because you know, I can celebrate with my wife, but outside of that, it's it's totally secret. So it's cool to be able to talk about things. But I have something really cool that could be coming down the pipeline that um, I was just given a cool opportunity to create something new that I'm really excited about for 2022 because. When you do, I mean, you guys do meme pages. Sometimes it just feels monotonous, yeah. and I feel like like you're doing the same thing. That's why I'm glad I do my stories because I can mix things up in there, you know, with my matchmaking and things like that. But now we're doing something totally outside of it because I've been really praying. I, I told my wife a couple weeks ago. I said I'm really struggling with what the next steps are because you you don't grow by staying the same. And I just wanted to figure out like what is the next step for Christians who curse sometimes like. I added a website in May. That was a big project where we have, you know, articles every single day. But now I'm trying to figure out what that next thing is. And I'm starting to be given those opportunities, which is really cool. So that's my praise for it. Man, creating is really a blessing and a curse. I've, if, if the moment you meet somebody who's like, I'm actually comfortable with everything I've been working on. I'm very pleased with where I'm at. <laughs> Dude, that person, <laughs> that yeah. person is not well, you know good. Funny, Shama, you'll, you, you probably get this all the time like I do. Because there are so many Christian meme pages out there. Like people are like, I can start one. I can do oh, one. Dude. And they're yeah, all like yeah. confident. And then they do it for about two weeks and then it disappears. That's rough. And yeah. so I get, I get messages all the time. People like saying like, how do I become a good meme page? And mm-hmm. the only thing I tell them is be consistent because there's going to be a, a point where it's not fun and it feels like worth work and you're out of ideas. The people who push through that make good, good pages. The pe- but nine, I would even venture to say like 90% of those pages just go away. Yeah, I My, you respond to those people. <laughs> oh, I, well, I, I, re, I read and respond to everything. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I get. I used to be able to five hundred messages a day. I get about five hundred messages a day, and I have time at night where I go through them. Oh, Christians wow. who I, like, take Adderall sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! What is that? Are we at four? Hey, give us the rights. Yeah. Yeah, that can be chases. That can be chases. Yeah, that was, that was all me, baby. Christians who take. Because I once Deuteronomy has got to forty k, I was like, I'm tapping out. I'm responding to everybody. Like I can't. Oh, this anymore. I got mad unread well, yeah, text messages said, right now. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I hit like 10K or 20K, I was like, I'm not going to be that influencer who ignores people. I'm going to answer yeah. everybody. So there was a point where I was like, I responded to everybody. And now I'm at the point, I got to the point where I was like, no, I'm just going to like everything people send me. So they at least know I read it. But now I'm at the point where I don't, don't even have time to do that. But I do read everything. Yeah. So like, and people get, because part of my page is I share, you know, DMs from people and what they think on certain topics. And people actually get offended 
that I don't share theirs. And I'm like, <laughs> I get thousands of messages. And the fact that I didn't pick yours is one of the five should not offend you. But, um, you know, I, I at least want them to see that it was seen. So when they get like the little scene thing, I want them to at least have that. So I look at everything at least. Dude. I don't have time to respond to everything. But every meme page you messages me for advice, I answer all of them. Man. Because I wish someone did, did that for me. People lose their minds. They're like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe you read this. And you're like, yeah, I'm just Dude, a, it, okay. I'm just a Christian who takes Adderall. <laughs> stays I, up till 4.30 a.m. sometimes. <laughs> the first time I got that, it's so weird. The first time I got that when someone said, like, I can't believe you, re- you responded, was the day I crossed over to 10K. Wow. I was like, I don't know what it is about that K that, like, messes <laughs> yeah, with people's people, minds. But the second I crossed over, someone said, I can't believe you responded. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, that's when I was getting almost no yeah. messages. I was like, of course I responded. But now... I mean, you get those more often when you have pages like the size of yours. I'm sure you get that all the time when you respond to people. I yeah. yesterday I was I was at a thrift store with my wife and uh, our kids, and I was I had Ezra in a cart rolling around, and I said hi to some people, just walking by. I'm just like, hey, and uh, and they looked at me, and they they seemed a little excited. It was a couple, and uh, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> they probably recognize me <laughs> and so when i passed them i turned i had, i turned around walking down an aisle and i looked and they were like they had their phone up because i saw them like over the racks of clothes they had like their phone up and i think they were like mm, like comparing you and i was like i was like oh, no dude man. i gotta share a story and, so, and then they came they were like they were like hey um afterwards i was talking to you on the phone yesterday yeah, i was talking to you when i hung up the phone i was like all right well, well i'll talk i'll call you later i'm at the store right now they were like, excuse me, man, are you? And I was like, yeah, 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 that's me. And they were like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, I was just telling my wife, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's famous. And I went, not famous, not too famous, not to thrift store. I'm still I'm still out here with the riffraff, all right? Um, I've told you this. Um, I was working, and this woman, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. But, oh, you have, no. Yeah, I, I haven't said this on the podcast before. This woman... Uh, she was eating and she, I, I went over to their table. I was like, you need anything? And then she looks at me and goes like PD. And then <laughs> she started giggling and she's like, PD, uh, PD and Shama. Uh, and keep in mind, I have not said a word to this point. She's just going PD, PD, PD and Shama. Like she's connecting the dots in her head. And then I find out that her kid is a big fan and we took a picture so she could send it to the and kid. The best part about the story is you said her kids, they were in from out of town, right? Yeah. And their kids were huge fans. They opted not to go to the restaurant that <laughs> yeah. night, right? They're like, we're not going to that stupid <laughs> restaurant. So their parents went or something and that's where they saw you. <gasps> yeah, but like See, the, 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 the fun thing about my page though is since I'm anonymous. I hear people talking about my yeah. page, which is, is the best. And oh. one of the best stories, I think I might have told you this because it was around Dude, the time yeah, we had our like me. longer phone call. Was I was out to I was out to dinner with a friend, and he just kind of out of the blue goes like, "Do you follow Shama?" And I go like, "Shama, who?" Like just kind of trying to be be dumb about it. He was just like, "Oh, this guy Shama. He's on Instagram. He's so funny. He does like Christian jokes, blah blah." It's like him and Christians do curse sometimes. Those guys are like my guys. I just love those guys. Like those two. And I was sitting there like, it's me. So we, my wife was with us and she about spit out her water while he's saying, because she's there and she has to get up and leave because oh she gosh. can't hold it together at the table. So she's standing behind him going like, you can tell him, 
you can tell him it's okay. And I was just sitting there like, <laughs> I have to tell you something, man. And I told him, and it was like a really, it was a hysterical oh, man. It was mine. I think it was right around, like, I think I had messaged you about doing a call. Yeah. And I was like, I'm actually going to call Drama like today. He's like, do you know him? I was like, <laughs> no, but kind of. <laughs> I'm in a group chat with him. Hey, man. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, yeah, you're one of my internet friends yeah. who this is the first time I'm talking to you and hearing your voice, but I've been messaging with you for like a year. I have so many people like that because of Instagram. And it's, I, it's weird. <laughs> I, I like the, the internet really did this cool thing, um, especially for the Christian, uh, the, the Christian corner of the internet, man. Like we just, it, it, we all kind of, if you grew up in church and you make comedy about the church, then it's kind of like, and you're good at it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I know it's, I know it's on your mind. Like yeah. I know where you're coming from. So it's like, we all kind of, Related and Chase is always like, "Well, stop making church stuff, nerds." I, I never <laughs> call you nerds. And we're like, and we're like, "All right, sit down, atheist." I'm just a Christian who curses sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh yeah, you know no, all no, those no, times. Respectfully, <laughs> respectfully, Chase is, uh, Chase has. Why are you has, been coming for me so much today, bro? Did I hurt you? No, no, but no, you're not the only person. But you have, <laughs> you have asked. And uh, other people have asked, but I'm like, man, the pocket of pe- if you grew up in church and you know, like Bible man and <laughs> Veggie Tales yep. and the Donut Man, like if you grew up in that in that arc, you know that storyline of like sub Christian <laughs> culture, and you went to camp and conferences, and and you went, to, you know, like all those things, like hey. We know about that, and we know so much about it, and we love it so much. We can like we can relate to that. Like, I like we can we can see, t- that, talk to you, Shama the NPD. The thing that's so fascinating that people might not know about the Illuminati, which is our big group chat of Christian comedy creators, is we all have that bond of like we've been through it. We find the humor in it, so it's this weird kind of bond that we have. But when but we all are so different in yeah. so many different ways. That like when people argue in there, it gets real spicy. Yeah, because um, you're like, whoa, but, but respectfully but spicy. There's, but it's respectful. That's what it's just. That's the time. There's, there's this respect in there where like I know that if I ever got into it with somebody in there, like I would never have to worry about them being like, yeah, you're out, or like I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like there's that respect in there that I think is really cool. That like even when there are people in there who butt heads all the time, but they have that respect for each other of like we're both doing this, like we're both on the same team, which I think is really cool and should be more representative of Christian culture as a whole. Like more Christians need to be respectful of people who think differently. Than Respectfully that. spicy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. The Illuminati is such a weird group. Um, Respectfully spicy. <laughs> That sounds like that sounds like that sounds like if Mark if, if Mark Zuckerberg made an A one sauce. <laughs> no, respectfully spicy would be like a Christian how to do it on your wedding night. Kind of book. Respectfully, oh, spicy. oh guys, oh you wanted the Christian Kama Sutra? Well, <laughs> well this young unmarried author P.D. Bachman has all the answers in respectfully spicy. Hey, I've read some and Mark Driscoll. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Oh man! I just see it in that like cursive writing. Yeah, too, respectfully respect- spicy. By the, the spicy though is smoking. Yeah, respectful wait. is in cursive. <laughs> spicy is also in cursive, but it's a little it's it's a little red and yellow. It's a little smoky. Yeah. And then it says forward by Mark Driscoll. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, so you just got married and you're in the hotel room. You know what to do. Pick up that phone. Yes. Order a large pepperoni pizza from Papa John's. You're like, wait a second. Wait, is he just talking about food? Um, that's it. It has nothing to do with... Uh, has nothing to do with uh, pre-marital anything. Yeah, and then uh, Mark Driscoll's part starts off with, you must call your husband king. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, like, and then the audio book, the audio book is just him screaming, how dare you? <laughs> Ten minutes. Whole chapter. That's it. Wait, wait a second. What was that? Um, Petey, what's your praise report, dog? Oh, my praise report is this podcast called Trust Levels. T-R-U-S-S Levels. Um, Duncan Trussell? No, it's two NFL players, um, Mark Ingram and Cam Jordan, who both used to play for the Saints, and they have a lot of active NFL players on, and they're both active NFL players. So that's a podcast I've never heard before. It's NFL players that are actually like still yeah. playing, talking to other ones is very fascinating to me. Uh, dude, send me a um, send me a, a, like a good episode that you would recommend. From yeah, well, this uh, the last one I listened to, the guy was like, so what they have you sign in? Somebody had me sign a baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all stop calling me famous until I sign a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, somebody DM'd me to, uh, the other day. I haven't responded uh, yet, but they're like, hey, Shama, odd question. Are you going to be at Passion Conference? Which is the big Passion Conference in Atlanta. And, uh, and I was like, Man, that's that's that would just be full of our demo. If we went, we wouldn't be able to walk anywhere. We'd be like, Whoa, wait a second, Petey and Shama, Petey and Sh well, like, yeah, so I'll get past it, lady. Um, what is my praise report? Uh, my praise report, man. Uh, very thankful. This conversation, this podcast, has really made me thankful for just creating and uh, creating for people and for fans. Uh, for viewers, yeah, it's a, it's a ton of fun, man. I the think millions. The yeah. <laughs> I think I think you could you could you you could sound very. Uh, That's a rock line. You know that? <laughs> the, the millions. You'd be like uh, the millions and, and millions. millions. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I've been disrespectfully spicy uh, towards this <laughs> towards making Christian content. I know Chase has. I know Chase has. Why did I you? You're like, oh, Chase is the God's not dead villain over here. <laughs> what did I do no, to no, you no, guys? Evil atheist <laughs> professor Chase Bridges. <laughs> Guys, uh, you know, when, when I was like, I can't wait to see my friends <laughs> and have a good podcast. <laughs> Week of Christmas. Hey, you can still catch these 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 verbal hands. <laughs> but no, I'm very thankful to create, man. I think it's, a, you, you know, it's it's a ton of fun. And honestly, talking about it like this is we can't talk. In, we we were talking before the show and PD was like, maybe we should hit the record button. I'm like, no, let's keep on talking about the process. <laughs> let's talk about the recipe and the ingredients. This is the best part. I don't actually like cooking. I like talking about it, but um, yep. yeah, it's a ton of fun, man. Hey, uh, how do we end the show now? With these? <laughs> how do we end it? <laughs> do we all just scream podcast out? Uh, out. Yep. Podcast is out. Hey Mike, <laughs> thank you so much, man. We're going to stay in touch. I mean, you got my number. We'll still, we'll, we'll chat. Yeah, we'll be in touch. Hey, and you know what? Next time, next time, you know what? We're also going to wear paper bags on our heads next time we Zoom with you for a podcast. <laughs> yep. And You're not going to be the only one. And we're not going to wear a shirt either. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, you know what? Because you're anonymous, we can paint you in any way Go we want. <laughs> and hey, I'm going to get some chest tattoos too. <laughs> Dude, wait. So, uh, Christians you know, who sometimes so people, get face tattoos. There was somebody once who assumed that the page was run by a woman and totally started hitting on me, and I showed it to my <laughs> wife, and we were cracking up. Oh, and you, I didn't even, his, I, you didn't even give him that. You didn't even give him, oh, I'm no, a dude. So, no, so I screenshotted what he sent me and I put it on my stories. And I was like, <laughs> I like he was like, man, you just had to play me like that. I was like, I'm That's a guy. That's so I'm hot, sorry. lady. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get respectfully spicy. Whoa. Let's get, you know what? <laughs> Dude, I've heard, I've heard people, um, people try to stay anonymous or whatever. Like, you know, some, I don't know if they're hackers. I don't know. Some, <laughs> some, some disrespectfully spicy teens will like send you your IP address and like your physical yeah, address, if you sometimes? spoil Spider Man, yeah, yeah, they're like, whoa! <laughs> so you're just minding your own business. You're like, yeah. hey, how's it cooking over there at Morningdale Drive, Travelers Rest, South Carolina, two nine six zero nine? You messed up the zip code, but that is my old address. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, wait, what? <laughs> Two nine six. I'm not gonna give it out. <laughs> you don't live there anymore. Yeah, but Bob's still you next door. Some people with solar panels, and they're having a good time. I Guys, think. Go check them out. Go check them out. <laughs> Mike, thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you thank so much for coming fun. on. It's a ton of fun. <laughs> hey, Christians who curse sometimes out. Podcast is out. <laughs>